Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for being here on Solving the Financial Puzzle this week. Walter Storholt with you alongside Dan Capril, the president of Matson and Capril, a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach throughout Cincinnati and Dayton with offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, and Northern Kentucky as well. Dan, thanks for being here this week. How are you, sir? I could not be better. Um, I'm very excited. I'm going to cross something off the bucket list this week. My wife and I are celebrating our 30th wedding anniversary, so... For some crazy reason, I've convinced her to uh, go to Montana. So we'll be uh, we'll be leaving uh, shortly. So Nick, Nikki will be doing the show solo next week. And um, as I uh, as we go out to celebrate our thirtieth and uh, hit a part of the country I've never been, so I'm really looking forward to it. Well, congratulations! That is uh, very exciting. I'm imagine you're going to do a little fishing while you're out there. You know, just coincidentally, the place we're staying at has a four mile stream running right through it. I don't know how that happens, but uh, there just there just might be some fly fishing getting done in there. Your luck but, is just incredible that is fantastic. I, 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 I tell you but there's gonna be crazy stuff you know horseback riding there's a ropes course i guess i'm going on a guided hike like every day according to my wife so um yeah we'll we'll see we gotta stay fit <laughs> so you can uh you know attract the fish exactly. in the stream i think is yeah, something goes. like that so, uh, too yeah, funny forward to it. it should be fun well congratulations and uh Thanks. certainly hope you enjoy that but before you get to go and enjoy a little bit of vacation we need you to answer some questions first let's do it got a couple of good topics to cover on today's show nikki will be along a little bit to talk about how retirement today is different than maybe what our parents and grandparents went through plus dan's going to have you financial code talking coming up on the show a little bit later we'll let you in kind of behind the scenes on cracking the code of different oh advisors speak if you will and uh on tales from the tax side viva la tax did i say that right dan is that uh, yeah that sounds good you know i don't speak french fluently but uh, yeah that was more of a spanish uh you know in in school (laughs) but we'll uh we'll, we'll, we'll go a little french a little later on in the show in tales from the tax side but first we'd like to answer Questions that come from folks just like you, you can go to quizdan.com to submit those and maybe be featured on the air. We have uh, one to kick off the week from Dwayne in Hyde Park. Dwayne says, my wife and I have been married for 15 years, and it's a second marriage for each of us. I prefer to keep our income and assets separate, but she's wanting to combine everything to make retirement planning easier. What do you typically recommend? I see this a lot, Dwayne, when people are in that second marriage, there is that tendency to do that. And and the main thing that drives it is the strong desire to leave assets with children from the first marriage. Now, that's usually the most common reason I see it. And they want to make sure that if something happens to them, that the children of the first marriage receive something immediately. And so the mistake gets made of trying to do this, what's mine's mine, what's yours is yours. To a certain point, your wife has a point. On the other hand, you can go a little too far. So the right strategy, in my opinion, obviously is somewhere in the middle. First of all, what you need to first come to an agreement together is if something happens to one of you, 
when does the money pass? Does it pass immediately? Does it pass in time? There's a lot of great estate planning techniques you can do whereby your spouse could receive income from your assets, but the principal is kept in check. And then ultimately, when your spouse passes away or at some point in the future, those assets can pass to your children if that's you know what your preference can be. If it's a concern that maybe because this isn't your first marriage, that you know this could end in divorce and by keeping it separately that's going to make it easier in a divorce again there's there's ways around that too i mean working through it with a prenuptial agreement or something along those lines of course in your case you've already reached that point you certainly don't have to combine your assets as a matter of ownership for example you don't have to necessarily do joint tenants and in some of your accounts like your iras and things like that those are not jointly held anyway the key question there comes down to upon your death, who gets what and when. And very often I'll see the desire to leave assets to adult children so strong that you can, to a certain extent, hurt the surviving spouse if he or she is somewhat relying on the combined asset base. So this is a very personal decision. Uh, There is no real right or wrong. You just need to think out the consequences. And a lot of times when we're sitting down with a client and we're doing that, you're saying, okay, so what you're saying here is upon your death, everything goes to your adult daughter. Yes. Well, then do you realize then that your your spouse will have very little for their retirement? Are you okay with that? And if they say yes, I just look over at the spouse and say, are you okay with that? And suddenly I get a totally different message. So Planning is so important for second marriage type situations. There's a lot of issues that don't come up when someone's only been married to to one person the whole time and just has children from one relationship. So make sure that your planning reflects all the possible nuances that occur. Because a lot of times there's unintended consequences or sometimes, oh, I didn't just I didn't think about that. And that when you die, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, your estate goes in place. I've seen examples where the first wife has received assets simply because there was no change to the original plan. And that can be a real problem too. It might also be, you know, ironic, but but by the same token, we want to make sure that everything is current. So if you haven't had your strategy looked at and updated, you know, Duane, I strongly recommend that that you do something like that. Um, Obviously, that's a big part of what we do in our practice. So if we can help you in any regards with that, you know, just go to quizdan.com and request a consultation. And Nikki and I will be happy to sit down with you and just at least show you if you're heading in the right direction. Get a consultation of your particular situation, quizdan.com. Again, you can also call to request that, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. If you're here in the Cincinnati and Dayton areas, Dan Capril is your local wealth coach, a certified financial planner. Well qualified to answer this next question from John in Fort Thomas. John says, my long-term care policy says it will pay out a maximum of $250,000 during my lifetime. Is that enough coverage? Assuming you're going to re- you're going to live in the Cincinnati, northern Kentucky area your whole life, John, and assuming you were to need the coverage today, yes, I think that's probably adequate. Understand that most people, when they get to this point in life where they need assistance with the activities of daily living, you're looking at a life expectancy of two and a half, three years. Costs can vary from facility to facility, $70,000 a year, pretty much in line with most. So you're looking at over three years worth of coverage. Generally, I would say that's adequate. However, we have to be mindful of inflation. 
So if your policy does not grow for inflation, understand that this type of care, usually the cost grows at twice the normal inflation rate. So at a 7% inflation rate, it's going to cost maybe $140,000 a year if it's now $70,000 a year in 10 years. So we need to be aware that what's in place now may not be adequate going forward. So if you have inflationary protection, great. Just make sure that the policy's inflation rate keeps up with what real inflation is. But I think you're off to a good start, John. Just know this isn't something you stick in the drawer and then forget about it, like maybe your homeowner's insurance. This type of coverage can become inadequate if situations change, inflation obviously being the biggest one. Great question, though, John, and thank you for sending that one in. Again, quizdan.com or 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's your number to call, 844-784-9326, if you want to ask a question or set up a time for a review of your particular plan. Great question so far. Let's squeeze in one more here, Dan. This one's from Holly in Mount Adams. Holly says, I'm 50 years old and need to tap into my IRA for an emergency. Hmm, is there a way I can do it without paying the 10% penalty? There is, Holly. I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're probably not happy about having to tap into your retirement account. You are going to pay the tax on that money that's owed. But there is a way you can get around it. Within the Internal Revenue Code, and actually I'll tell you exactly where you can find it. It's in it's Section 72T. There is an allowance that's made for people if they do want to pull money out of an IRA without having to pay the penalty. And basically, it's a formula based on your age. So, for example, you're 50 years old. You would be allowed to pull out 5% roughly out of your IRA. Now, you want to make sure you're doing the math correctly. And there are online calculators that you can do to do this right, or certainly a professional can assist you here. But there's an amount of money that you could take. So let's just say, hypothetically, you've got $500,000 in your account. You could take out roughly $25,000 a year. But here's the catch, Holly. At age 50, you're going to have to do it every single year until you reach the age of 59 and a half, because that's the rule. Now, if you are, say, within five years of 59 and a half, then you got to do it for five years. So it's five years or 59 and a half, whichever is longer, you can take out a, a what is referred to as an equal and substantial withdrawal. Again, it's based off a of calculation. And you're allowed to avoid the 10% tax penalty. But again, you have to take that amount out every single year and pay the tax on it. If you don't, you're going to end up having to go back and pay the penalty. And obviously, you want to avoid that. Now, this is one of those things, the devil's in the details. And I really caution people about doing this themselves without at least getting some professional insight. Because it's also based on an interest rate calculation that changes literally every single month. But just because you have money in a um, IRA and you're not 59 and a half, you can get to some of that money tax-free. Just the way you do it is important. And this is one of the things that we discuss regularly at our retirement rescue workshops. Our, our workshops are all about helping you minimize the taxation on your retirement savings so that ultimately you could have a tax-free retirement. You know, those 401ks, those IRAs that we have, those are ticking tax time bombs. If, the, if Congress raises taxes in the future, the amount of money that you own in those is going to be less. And sometimes strategies like 72T are actually utilized so that we pay the tax now on some of this money rather than wait and pay an even greater amount later on. 
Now, if you'd like to learn more about these workshops, in fact, we've got a couple of them coming up in Westchester at Indiana Wesleyan University, October 11th and 18th, 6.30 p.m. They were 90 minutes long. This is a free workshop. This isn't going to be one of these workshops that's being put on by an annuity salesman who's trying to, you know, sell you a high commission product. And, you know, usually they do those at steakhouses. Now, this is at a university of higher learning. I think we're going to give you water at this one, but we're going to educate you on the concepts that you can have to have a tax-free retirement. How do you deal with all of these issues surrounding the 401k, the 403b, the IRA? How do we deal with the fact that our society is getting older and our need for more tax revenue is only going to continue to go up? And therefore, if they raise taxes, isn't that going to have a real negative impact on our 401ks and IRAs? Yeah, you bet it is. So to register... And to find out more about this great seminar, Retirement Rescue Workshop, a couple ways you can find out about it. First of all, you can text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, SEMINAR to 555 Now, when you do that, you'll automatically get a response back from me on your phone. Click on the little link that I, that I reference, and then a page will pop up where you're going to enter your information. And then when you do that, you're going to be registered and ready to go. You can also go to rescuemy401k.net if you wish, or you can also give us a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN, and we'll get you registered there. Now, I got to tell you, these seminars fill up very, very quickly. I think it's such an important topic. People are starting to become more and more aware of this and be concerned about it. So register early. Again, it's October 11th and 18th. It's at Indiana Wesleyan University, which is in Westchester. It's just off of I-75. Of course, we'll get you all the directions out there. So, Holly, this is exactly the type of thing we talk about in the course. I strongly recommend that you or anybody who's sitting there with money sitting in qualified accounts, especially if you're in your 50s, you're going to learn a lot from these workshops. So be sure to attend them. And again, these are the ways that you can get in touch. You just text the word SEMINAR to 555-888, and you can sign up right there from your smartphone. Just be sure to click on the link and fill out the information. doesn't take but a few moments. That's texting the word SEMINAR to 555-888, just one way that you can sign up. SEMINAR, text that word to 555-888. The other way is to do it right there on quizdan.com if you're in front of your computer right now, or call 844-QUIZ-DAN. By the way, if you don't have a smartphone, that's the way to sign up. 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Because when you go to click on that link we send you, there won't be working. 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. And request that opportunity to sign up for the October 11th or 18th seminars at Indiana Wesleyan University in Westchester. Again, 844-QUIZ-DAN or text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Stay right there. Much more coming up on today's show. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In Cincinnati and Dayton, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. Find out how you can better prepare for your financial future by calling Dan at 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844 844- 
Thanks for being here on Solving the Financial Puzzle this week. Dan Capril back in with us. He is a certified financial planner and your local wealth coach throughout Cincinnati and Dayton. Get in touch with him by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN or by going online to quizdan.com. You know, some people in the financial world, Dan, seem to speak in code. And I think it's important, if you're listening to the show today, to learn how to crack that code. We're going to cover a few examples over the next couple of minutes. So this is what we like to call financial code talking. Uh, now, we're, we're not going to just be, you know, clicking or since you can't see, we're not going to be doing any of the light signals or smoke signals that financial advisors often use in their arsenal. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it all in English for now, at least. But here's an example of some code talk we hear, Dan. This stock has experienced a correction. Crack the code yeah. for us. <laughs> a lot of um, particularly stock brokers. Now, these are guys who are basically trying to do a lot of trades with their clients because that's really how they're making the big money is transactions. So interesting word, correction. I never liked that word because correction always implies a mistake has been made. Now, I will tell you when they say that, what they're basically telling you is you lost money. You know, it's gone down in the value. Now, sometimes they'll say that as a reason for you to go out and buy it, which actually you do want to buy when things are down, obviously. But understand this. I guess I said before, the term correction assumes that a mistake was made. There is no correction in inequities or in stocks. Simply put, everything we know about any stock, it's already factored into the price. It's only the new information, the unknowable, that once it comes to the surface, then it's going to cause the stock to move in one way or the other. So the current price is the correct price. I mean, Nobel Prize after Nobel Prize has been awarded on that very simple concept. So often I'll hear people talk about, well, it's due for a correction. No, it's not. Unless there, unless there's some bad news that comes to the surface, there's absolutely no reason why it has to go down any more likely than it has to go up. So just be mindful of that. But guys who push stocks especially, you know, they like to use that term because then it takes the onus off of them if they try to convince you that this was a stock that was only going to go up and now they throw, the, they throw out this, this silly term. But correction means it's gone down in value. But just be mindful. It's a bad term. I've never liked that one. Just be honest. Stock prices dropped because there was news came to the surface that at the time you bought it, no one knew. And you know what? That's the way it's always going to be in life. Yeah, and people have to just kind of uh, realize that and not fall for the the fancy talk of experience to exactly. correction. Yeah, boil it down. Yeah. It's simply you lost money. Some other co talk we've seen before, Dan. We're forecasting significant upside potential for this stock. What does that mean? Yeah, understand a couple of things. First of all, most stock jockeys, these are brokerage firms where they're calling you up trying to get you to buy certain stocks all the time. Understand this. There's an excellent chance that they already have that stock in their inventory and their brokers have been told to sell it, sell it to their clients. So guess what? There's going to be a commission and a markup made on the sale of that stock. And who's going to get that? The firm that's selling you the stock. So understand that. I always laugh because if they were so certain there was an upside potential, then why are they selling it? Well, they just hold it into their inventory. The reality is nobody knows. You know, you can forecast whatever you want to forecast. Most weather forecasts seem to be wrong nowadays. So the reality is that any so-called forecast is based on an assumption of the news, which is speculation at best. So just understand that there's a profit motive very often when a broker says, well, we're forecasting real upward movement here. Yeah. In other words, you bought it you're, and you're now being told you need to unload this onto your clients. Now, I do think they, they believe that it's good. But the reality is they have no idea. They don't. They have no clue. 
studies show again and again, most stock pickers are defeated by dartboard throwers. So just be mindful of that as it goes forward. Everybody can have a forecast. Unless you give me next week's newspaper today, you're speculating. And good investing is not about speculation. That's, that's a great point, and I think a very good takeaway. We're talking with Dan Capril, in case you're just joining us. He's our local wealth coach right here in Cincinnati, and Dayton, the president of Matson and Capril, a certified financial planner as well. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call with questions uh, during and after today's show or the chance to set up a, a meeting between you and the team at Matson and Capril, 844 844- quiz Dan, that number to call. We're talking about the the code talk we hear in the financial world, and Dan is kind of decoding it for us. Most people don't have the time or expertise to coordinate all of their financial affairs. That's some code talk we've heard before from financial professionals. What do you think, Dan? How do you crack that code? Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of them like to talk in these very deep, complex uh, terms, try to make it sound like it's rocket science. And therefore, if they can make it sound like, oh, this is way too hard and you don't want to do this yourself, well, obviously, it's going to create more revenue for them. Understand this. I think there's good reasons to work with professionals, but it really has more to do with behavior modification than it does the complexity of investing. Good investing is relatively simple. You buy a very diversified portfolio of equities, you hold on to them, you rebalance them as you go. You make sure that you own all the major asset classes in your equity portfolio, large companies, small companies, international growth value. But there isn't a need to do a lot of trend reading or chart reading or anything like that. Good investing is not about that. There is no need to try to forecast what the future is going to be because you have no idea what it's going to be. You might as well just flip coins. A good investment strategy is one that's not only put in place, well, but also has a lot of discipline so that you do the things that you said that you were going to do. So very often I point out when people come to see us, I said, look, you shouldn't be coming to me just for product because quite frankly, you can buy any stock or bond you want on the internet. You should be coming to me for, for another reason. And that is, you know that you're going to get the discipline that's necessary to maintain your strategy, just like when I go see my personal trainer. You know, he's got a gym with weights in it that, quite frankly, I have the same weights in my basement. But I don't go down the basement to use them. <laughs> I just don't. Human nature took over, and I was like, eh, yeah, I'll just watch TV. But I know when I work with him, it's going to be a different deal. So... Good financial strategies are not overly complex. In fact, you should fully understand everything that you're doing. If you don't, you've got a problem, and you need to challenge your advisor to make sure that that's the case. Make sure that you fully understand what it is that you're doing. And that's why, like in our case, we've always built our practice based on education. We do continuous workshops for people on certain topics that usually they have ignored. So, for example, one that we're really focusing on at the moment has to do with the fact that so many people, particularly baby boomers, are sitting here with their their 401ks, their IRAs, their 403b plans. These are plans that have never been taxed. They are literally ticking tax time bombs. When you retire, you pull money out, you will pay tax. If you don't want to touch the money, well, guess what? By the time you reach age 70 and a half, you're going to have to pull the money out. And the tax that you pay on that, the income that you get from that, can very well affect whether or not your Social Security benefits are taxed. Now, the good news is there are proactive strategies that you can do to minimize this. But you have to act on them now because if you wait, the other thing that can happen is that tax rates can go up in the future. In fact, I think they almost have to go up in future if you just look at the demographics of our country 
and the government's need for revenue for entitlement spending. So it's important that you learn about these things. And a great way to learn about them, come to our Retirement Rescue Workshop. We're going to be giving two of them. It's going to be at Indiana Wesleyan University, which is in Westchester. It's just off of I-75, October 11th and 18th. So you can pick either night. They're both Tuesday nights. We start at 6.30 p.m. It's very easy to register for these. All you have to do is text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Tax planning is incredibly important. And anytime you hear an advisor kind of emphasize or maybe stress to you or suggest, I say is really the best word, that something like, well, the tax law isn't clearly defined. Now, the tax law is pretty clearly defined. It's just probably that person doesn't know what he's talking about. Maybe he just sells you product and he doesn't do specific strategies that are designed to help you maximize your money. Look, we're all concerned about inflation. We're all concerned about stock market volatility. But I got to tell you, the number one threat that you've got to your retirement nest egg is the IRS. Because right now, they've already attached a lien on a significant percentage of those accounts. I mean, it's a guarantee. When you pull money out, you're going to probably be paying money to them. So what we need to do is be proactive about this. Sometimes the tax has to get paid, but we can pay it at a lower rate, or we can time when we're going to pay it out. These are very important steps to take, because again, if rates go up in the future, the amount of money that you think you have for retirement is going to go down. So please, come to our Retirement Rescue Workshop. We're going to show you the strategies that you can implement to have a tax-free retirement. So again, the way to register, text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. You can also go to rescuemy401k.net. You can give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN. We'll get you registered that way. But don't skip out on these opportunities. Very limited seating at these workshops. We try to get the biggest room we can. We always seem to fill it. It's a very important topic. Most people have confused tax filing with tax planning. This is something entirely different. We're not going to pull out your 1040. What we're going to talk about is the proactive steps that you can take now to have a tax-free retirement. So again, text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Or call my office right now, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Again, that number to call is 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326, 844-784-9326, or text the word SEMINAR to 555-888, SEMINAR to 555-888. Click on the link, fill out the information. You can sign up for the seminar right there from your smartphone. If you don't have a smartphone, just give a call and request to be a part of that, uh, those two events coming up on October 11th and the 18th at Indiana Wesleyan University in Westchester. Find out how to have a tax-free retirement, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Stay right there. Much more coming up on today's show. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Composer Stephen Sondheim once said, The nice thing about doing a crossword puzzle is you know there is a solution. That's exactly how you can view the financial world. You know there's a solution to the sometimes complex challenges facing you, especially when you plan for retirement. And if you need some help finding the right answers, then keep listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. 
We appreciate you being with us today on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here, and it's time to join in with Nikki Early, who is, of course, a financial advisor and coach with the great team at Matson and Capril. And uh, Nikki is going to take over the studio for a little while while we give Dan a little chance for a break. And Nikki, I hope you're doing well this week. I am. How are you? Fantastic. And I can't wait to talk to you about this subject today because we're going to be talking about how retirement today is maybe different from the past. And I think kind of the common thought here, Nikki, is that retirement used to be a lot simpler, but things are much more complicated for people who have retired recently or retiring soon. It's important that folks understand the differences between today's investing world compared to the environment that our parents or even our grandparents retired in. And I think one sort of change in mentality has been that, you know what, it's okay to work beyond age 65, where that used to be kind of taboo, right? Absolutely. You know, there is nothing wrong with working past 65. I know that sometimes people associate a negative stigma to that, that maybe you're failing if you aren't able to retire at age 65. But the truth of the matter is working a few extra years can really help set you up for success, especially if you love what you're doing. Now, if you don't really like your job, that's another problem. But you could certainly take on some part-time work even in retirement. There is no reason reason that you have to um, force yourself into saying, I'm not successful or I didn't have a successful career because I work beyond age 65. It really, really, those few extra years of working, that income, it can make your retirement a lot more successful. So yeah, don't, don't worry about the age thing. And plus, I think it helps keep you mentally sharp. So keep working if you like what you're doing. Absolutely. And that's a great point. Uh, talking about the, you know, the environment, the situations that people might be in these days compared to what a situation might look like in the past. Another good point is that being retired might be more expensive than working. And that didn't used to really be the case. Why now do retirees and people approaching retirement have to be careful of that? Well, there's a lot going on here, but I don't know about you, Walter, but I don't want to sit around and pinch pennies in retirement. I want to enjoy myself. We're all living longer. We want to travel. We want to see the world. We want to pick up some hobbies and and enjoy ourselves in retirement. Now, there are a lot of other things that are going on here, too, and we'll talk about it, but a lot of things are expensive, like health care. So those are all considerations that you have to take. And it's really important when you're doing your financial planning that you are thinking about what you want to do in retirement and what that looks like so that you can plan for how expensive retirement may or may not be for you. That's a great point. We're talking with Nikki Early of Matson and Capril. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call if you have questions or want to talk to Nikki about your financial situation. 844-784-9326. We're talking about how retirement today is different from maybe what our parents or grandparents went through. And also, Nikki, retirees today often have a lot more problems to juggle than previous generations of retirees. What are those problems? Well, first of all, I just mentioned the whole health care issue. Even just basic health care expenses just ballooned. It's crazy how expensive it is, especially if you are retiring before you're able to get Medicare. So you might have a gap of a few years with really, really expensive health care issues going on. The other thing is the long-term care need. Now, if you make it to age 65, you have a 70% chance of needing some form of long-term care in your life. 
lifetime. And those are all the things that we don't want help with, like bathing and using the restroom and eating, getting out of bed, getting dressed. But your chances are pretty high that you will need some of that care in your lifetime. So if you take that into consideration, then also a lot of us in retirement are actually taking care of our elderly parents. We're finding ourselves in a situation where we're having to care for them. It might be the case that you're helping adult children financially. So that's out there too. And then you you take into consideration that all these baby boomers are having to rely just on social security and their savings these days. They don't have the pensions that they had in the past. So there is a lot going on that we have to juggle in retirement to try to make it successful for us. These are some of the important things to remember as you get ready to retire today. We can't necessarily rely on, you know, old adages or what our parents did or our grandparents did. We have to approach things from a different angle because the financial climate we're looking at is just more complicated. It's even bottom line, just different than it used to be. I think something else we should point out, Nikki, is that retirement portfolios today need to be designed to fund expenses for much longer because now people are, you know, living 30 years and beyond in retirement. And so we're not just talking about a 10-year retirement anymore, which our grandparents may have been considering back in the day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you're talking about life expectancy of 73, you're not really having to fund that long of a retirement. But now by 2020, life expectancy is 80 years old. So you have to think about this long horizon of time and how long your money actually has to last to keep you going in retirement. Now, if you are a 65-year-old couple... And so you make it to 65, you and your spouse, there's a 25% chance that one of you is going to live to age 90. So again, if you are retiring at age 65 and you live to 90, that's 25 years of retirement to fund. Some people don't even work that long in their lifetime. So yeah, our portfolios, they have to be built to last and to grow in retirement. Um, we can't just be earning you know, inflationary increases. That they really, they have to be built to grow. And let's get one more point across here, Nikki. And I think that it's the fact that you owe it to yourself to spend more than five minutes thinking about your options with Social Security because there are simply so many ways you can take it. Yeah, there are. Now, some laws change, so there aren't as many options as there used to be, especially for married couples. But you really do want to consider some things when you are deciding, you know, am I going to take it at 62? Am I going to wait to 65 or 70? One thing is, what's longevity like in your family? Do you know, do your family members live long lives? Then you might want to consider waiting or holding off a little more. Now, I will tell you, you can go to our website, quizdan.com. You'll see a Social Security timing report. You just click on it, put a little bit of information in, and it'll generate a report. We'll send it out to you. And hopefully, Hopefully that will help your decision-making process be a little bit easier for you. Again, that is quizdan.com, right there in the middle of the page. When should I start Social Security? Click on that to get started. That is quizdan.com. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for the time as always. We appreciate it. Hope you have a good rest of your weekend. All right. Thank you, Walter. See you next week. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for being with us here on Solving the Financial Puzzle today. We're not done. Dan Capril back in the studio with much more coming up next. Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. 
It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance, some are RIAs, some can't sell stocks, some are RFCs, the list goes on and on. It can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. That's why it's important that you know Dan Capril is a certified financial planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Capril at 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt here alongside Dan Capril, who is, of course, your local wealth coach right here in Cincinnati and Dayton. And we're going to slide in an extra email question, a bonus email question from one of our listeners on the show today. Usually we cover a lot of these at the beginning of the show, but I've got a bonus one to throw at you today, Dan. From Sandra and Amberly Village, by the way, if you want to submit a question on the show to be featured, you can do that on quizdan.com. Also, that's quizdan.com. A coworker referred me to a financial advisor, says Sandra, that he's been working with. So I went for a visit. As it turns out, the advisor recommended, uh-oh, the exact same mutual funds to me that he recommended for my friend, even though I think our situations are pretty vastly different. Is this a common practice, and is it something I should be worried about? You know, Sandra, I, I think what's happening today is instead of people getting together and talking about their medications now, they're comparing their mutual fund <laughs> investments. All right. First of all, let's understand what's at play here. Mutual funds fall into generally two categories. There is what we call actively managed funds, which are based on the manager's ability, or at least his belief, that he can somehow outperform the markets by doing a lot of buying and selling before the market moves. The alternative to that is what we would call a passive portfolio. And there it's where the, the general philosophy is that everything we already know about any investment is already factored into its price. It's what we don't know, news events, they're going to cause markets to move. And since we don't know what the news is going to be ahead of time, we're not going to try to speculate. And the passive approach is one that is well-founded in academic research. You know, the studies of that have won numerous Nobel Prizes. It's one of the most low-cost ways to do it. And basically what we're saying there is then with the passive investment approach, and in that case, you're going to use things like asset class funds, index funds, exchange traded funds, ETFs. These are going to be funds where you basically buy and hold and you rebalance as you go. And they are very much a commodity. And candidly, I think that not only is that the best way for people to invest, but yeah, it would not be unusual then for various clients of the same advisor to be using the, those very same funds. Now, what should be different client to client, possibly, is the allocation. So how much of it is going to be in stocks versus bonds? That's going to be different based on the client's situation. But we need to understand that this belief that we have that there's some hot mutual fund out there it's a myth. It is a myth. Mutual funds are commodities if done properly. Um, you want to keep the internal costs low. You want your mutual fund to represent a certain asset class, and you want minimal trading with trading within the fund. The key decision there is going to be how much of my portfolio should be in large company stocks, small company stocks, international. You know, depending on your risk tolerance level, you're probably going to need presence in all those asset classes, but the percentages are probably going to be different. 
So I wouldn't call it unusual. In fact, I would argue that if the advisor understands what makes a good mutual fund, he's actually going to be narrowing down how many of them are out there to really a handful. And therefore, no, you can, you can have it. But the percentages by which you own those asset classes, those should be customized to you and your situation. But don't be too alarmed, I would say. I mean, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm just getting cookie cutter advice. I'm assuming, of course, he did a very comprehensive analysis of your situation that showed you why you needed to be in those particular funds. And if he didn't, well, then, yeah, now you really do have a concern because that's almost like your doctor prescribing you medication simply because of your age and never bothering to check you out. And that's a real problem for you as well. So a couple of things I would recommend if you find yourself in that situation, Sandra. First of all, go to quizdan.com and click on Quiz Dan and request a consultation with me and Nikki because what we're going to do is we're going to look at this portfolio recommendation and we're going to help you to decide if it's really a good fit given your current situation. Was there cookie cutter work being done or was it the byproduct of a comprehensive analysis? Uh, The other thing I strongly recommend that you do is attend our upcoming workshop called Retirement Rescue because we're going to talk about a lot of the issues confronting people to make sure that their portfolios are managed properly and that they're minimizing taxes so they can keep as much of their retirement as they possibly can. We're going to discuss the ways that you can get a tax-free retirement. We're going to talk about how you can avoid taxation on your Social Security benefits. And so to attend this session, it's very simple. You need to text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. That's the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Or go to quizdan.com, click the button that says Quiz Dan and says sign me up for the upcoming workshop. We've got a couple of them coming up in Westchester at Indiana Wesleyan University. October 11th and 18th, 6.30 p.m., They were 90 minutes long. This is a free workshop. This isn't going to be one of these workshops that's being put on by an annuity salesman who's trying to, you know, sell you a high commission product. And, you know, usually they do those at steakhouses. Now, this is at a university of higher learning. I think we're going to give you water at this one, but we're going to educate you on the concepts that you can have to have a tax-free retirement. How do you deal with all of these issues surrounding the 401k, the 403b, the IRA? How do we deal with the fact that our society is getting older and our need for more tax revenue is only going to continue to go up? And therefore, if they raise taxes, isn't that going to have a real negative impact on our 401ks and IRAs? Yeah, you bet it is. So to register... And to find out more about this great seminar, Retirement Rescue Workshop, a couple ways you can find out about it. First of all, you can text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, SEMINAR to 555-888. Now, when you do that, you'll automatically get a response back from me on your phone. Click on the little link that I I reference, and then a page will pop up where you're going to enter your information. And then when you do that, you're going to be registered and ready to go. You can also go to rescuemy401k.net if you wish, or you can also give us a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN, and we'll get you registered there. Now, I got to tell you, these seminars fill up very, very quickly. I think it's such an important topic. People are starting to become more and more aware of this and be concerned about it. So register early. Again, it's October 11th and 18th. It's at Indiana Wesleyan University, which is in Westchester. It's just off of I-75. Of course, we'll get you all the directions out there. So, Holly, this is exactly the type of thing we talk about in the course. I strongly recommend that you or anybody who's sitting there with money sitting in qualified accounts, especially if you're in your 50s, 
You're going to learn a lot from these workshops, so be sure to attend them. You just text the word SEMINAR to 555-888, and you can sign up right there from your smartphone. Just be sure to click on the link and fill out the information. It doesn't take but a few moments. That's texting the word SEMINAR to 555-888, just one way that you can sign up. SEMINAR, text that word to 555-888. The other way is to do it right there on quizdan.com if you're in front of your computer right now, or call 844-QUIZ-DAN. By the way, if you don't have a smartphone, that's the way to sign up. 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. And request that opportunity to sign up for the October 11th or 18th seminars at Indiana Wesleyan University in Westchester. Again, 844-QUIZ-DAN, or text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Stay right there. Much more coming up on today's show. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. In the Dayton area, turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from Tales from the Tax Side with Dan Cabril. So it's time to learn a little bit about the world of taxes. Dan always has a good story for us each and every week from the tax realm. So Dan, where are you taking us this week? We're going to go to France this time. Oh, all right. I'm down for that trip. Yeah, which, you know, I've never been there, but um, I'm going to do the next best thing, they tell me. Um, Christmas, I'm going to go to Quebec City, which apparently oh, is, right. obviously, it's a very French city. Mini France. Might be, yeah, mini, mini France. But fortunately for the citizens of Quebec City, even though Canada is certainly a high-tax area, it's nothing like, um, like France. So, you know, one of the things I try to emphasize to um, our listeners is our tax rates now historically are on the low end. We always feel like we pay more than we should, and, and I get that. And in fact, you know, the fact that half of us pay all the tax, you know, that's an issue. But it is actually far worse in other parts of the country. So, you know, for example, like if you live in um, if you live in France, if you have an income that's greater than one hundred fifty one thousand euro, which is just a little bit more than one hundred fifty one thousand dollars a year, given what the current um, is trading at. I think right now it's about one sixty nine, so it, it's right around that area. Top rate is forty five percent, whereas here in the United States, the top rate doesn't kick in about four hundred fifty thousand, and it's thirty nine point six percent. But that's really just the start. If you live in France, you're paying seven point five percent on your version of Social Security. And then they throw these other little things. There's a half a percent tax called a social debt tax. Then there's a 3.4% tax called the additional sampling social contribution, whatever that means. There's another 1.1% tax you pay called a solidarity labor tax, and that's on your investment income. And then it goes even further. If you're an employer, you got to pay 13.1% of your employees' wages for medical and disability programs. You gotta pay 5.4% for parenting benefits, 4% for unemployment, and at least 18.2% for retirement benefits. So it's amazing how much more. Now, on top of that, whenever you buy something over there, there's about a 17.5% value added tax built into the cost of everything that you buy. 
So you complain about our sales taxes at maybe at 6 7%. Nah, try 17.5%. If you're an American and you're visiting, you can get away from paying that. But it just goes on and on and on. Then they have something called a wealth tax, and that's taxed on net worth. It's about a half a percent on net worth over 790,000 euro. And it rises to 1.8% on fortunes worth more than 16.5 million euro. So they're also then taxing assets on top of that. So if you're wondering why nothing great has come out of France in a long time, that's a big reason why. I mean, if you're, if you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to build something for the long haul, you know, they're going to take a huge portion of it. Now, I don't, I'm not here to pick on France. What I am here, though, to emphasize is that there's plenty of room for our government to raise our taxes in the future. Plenty of room. They learn from Europe all the time. Anytime there's an election, you'll hear talk about a value-added tax. And it's funny because they're always going to suggest, look, we're just going to do this little bit amount, and it's just to solve this one little problem, and then it will go away. But it never goes away, and it doesn't stay little. Once you've got that door open, it's easier to add on to it. Well, right, look, apply, and, apply it to your own life, right? You get a pay raise, and they exactly. say, oh, don't, it's only going to be for a little bit. Now, nah, once yeah. you get a taste of that extra income mm-hmm. in your paycheck, you don't want to let go of that. You, Exactly. It's actually, there's a term for it. It's called Parkinson's Law. And what it states is that the demand for something usually equals the supply. So if the supply grows, so does the demand. So if you're going to increase revenues to the treasury, the demand for those dollars will continue to grow. Now, look, as citizens, we can make our own decisions here in terms of who we vote for. But as consumers, we need to understand that we just have one vote. And these tax rates could go up without us really having much say to do it. So that's why I want everybody to always be prepared for this when they're preparing for their retirement. Yes, I want you to invest wisely. It's a big part of the show. But more importantly, in my opinion, is you have to be mindful of the tax associated with your nest egg. You know, if you're sitting there with a half a million dollars in a 401k, I got news for you. You don't have half a million dollars. Uncle Sam's got a lien on that account. And when you pull money out, he's going to take a piece of it. But well, wouldn't it be great to minimize that? Or wouldn't it be great to take necessary steps so that he doesn't get any of it? There are steps you can do. They're part of an ongoing planning process. Couldn't just grab them all on the radio. So what we do instead is we have workshops for our listeners. And so I really want to encourage all of our listeners, but particularly those of you who are in your 50s, those of you who are hoping maybe to retire in the next 10 to 15 years, you need to learn about the steps you can take for a tax-free retirement. So we've got two workshops coming up at Indiana Wesleyan University in Westchester. It's just off of I-75. First one's going to be on Tuesday, October 11th. The second one's going to be on Tuesday, October 18th. Both will start at 6.30 p.m. Now, seating is limited. So if you want to register, there's a number of ways you can do it. But I would register now because they do fill up. First thing I would do, is one way you can do it, if you have a smartphone, pull over the car, text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Again, SEMINAR to 555-888. When you do that, you're going to get a response back from me. There's a link. Click on the link. Web page pops up. Enter your information in, and you're registered. Very simple. You can also, if you want to surf the net, you can go to rescuemy401k.net. Same page will pop up. Put in your information. Give our office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN, and we'll get you registered that way, or you can go to quizdan.com. number of different ways that you can go, but this is an incredibly important issue, 
And as we get older as, as a society, as a country, there's going to be a need for more revenue to support things like Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, healthcare costs. And the only way I know they're going to do that, they're not going to do it by cutting spending. They're going to do it by raising taxes. In fact, it's been estimated that by 2020, just in four years, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security will comprise 92% of Treasury revenues. That doesn't leave a lot of money for all the other things that the government has to do. So learn about this. Learn about the things that you're going to be faced with and what are the steps that you can take for a tax-free retirement. Again, text the word SEMINAR to 555-888. Attend one of the retirement rescue seminars that we've got coming up at Indiana University in Westchester on October 11th and 18th. Do it now. And again, here's what you do. You go to your smartphone, go to send a text message, type in seminar as the message, and the number is 555-888. Click send. We'll immediately send a link back to you. Click that link and fill out the info, and you will be registered for the seminar. That easy. Text seminar to 555-888, or you can call, especially if you don't have a smartphone, you'll want to do this, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326, and just let Dan know that way that you're interested in attending one of those upcoming seminars, uh, October 11th, October 18th at Indiana Wesleyan University in Westchester. 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call, 844-784-9326. And you can always go to quizdan.com to get in touch. Click on QuizDan and ask him a question that way. Just go to quizdan.com. Great story, as always, from Tales from the Tax Side. Dan, we appreciate the guidance this week, and uh, enjoy that vacation. We'll enjoy our time with Nikki uh, hosting the whole show next week, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a great week, everyone. Happy anniversary again to Dan Capril. Thank you so much for tuning in to join us here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. One more reminder, your number to call is 844-QUIZ-DAN or text the word SEMINAR to 555-888 to register for that free event on October 11th or October 18th, if you prefer, at Indiana Wesleyan University in Westchester. Send SEMINAR, the word SEMINAR, to 555-888. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.